Hello everybody and welcome back to University and Beyond. Uh, I have Keshav and Joel with me again today. What's up, what's up? Hello. <laughs> I didn't think Keshav was there for a minute. Alrighty, so today we're going to talk about uh, joining Greek hi. life. Um, August is August is here and it is time, you know, college kids are all moving back to school. Um, and it is time to kind of get in the mood of what clubs, activities, organizations, all that fun stuff you're going to join. Um, and Greek life is is a big thing at some schools. Um, so ultimately, we're going to help you guys decide or lead, help you understand what Greek life is and um, help you make the decision to what you want to do with your college career. So, Ka Keshav, you joined a fraternity, two fraternities, right? A business and a social? Uh, yeah. One, okay, so I joined <laughs> You one seem very unsure. <laughs> <laughs> I joined one social and then one, like, professional. Okay. A fraternity is a better thing to say because, like, there's professional fraternities within all the different schools. So I joined a professional engineering fraternity. I think Joel did a professional business fraternity. I guess yeah, yeah, business so. is more, I guess, the go business narrow term yeah. versus a general term. Yeah. Pro yeah. Professional. <laughs> so it's, like, professional versus social. Yeah. Two of them. And you joined a... Business. A business fraternity, and I did not join a fraternity. Um, I I decided Greek life wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. um, just just my preference. We got a little so bit of start it off. All. Let's start off with what Greek life is. So who wants to explain what Greek life is? You, Joel, you explain what a professional one is, and Keisha, you you explain oh, it right. social. <laughs> well, uh, Greek life is Jesus. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, now Greek life is a good way to connect with people. The whole point is it's similar to a club, like, as its basic function. Um, so you're basically just getting together with a bunch of people, different years. Uh, sometimes they're co-ed, meaning, like, guys and girls, obviously. Sometimes it's the same sex, so just males or just females. Um, but basically it's at a club, or it's, it's kind of like a club, and then the whole reason you say professional is because, like, the club focuses on the professional side. So, like... There'll be a lot of like resume workshops, um, maybe like some interview skill teachings, <clears throat> networking events, stuff like that. Uh, and then if you want to contrast it with the social one. Yeah, um, so Greek life social fraternity, right? It's more of meeting, I've never really, really heard of a co-ed social frat for Greek life, so I don't really know if there is anything out there, but it's more of meeting like people with your personalities, people with your tastes, and like whatever it is and then hanging out with all of them and then similar it's like if you join a frat you're going to meet people seniors down right so fresh people that just joined um all the way up to seniors who are just going to graduate so that's what is there um what is a social fraternity or yeah. sorority what what do you like it's fun um <laughs> contrast it's like a professional life yeah life. so that it's like um okay well i'm going to talk based on just like the yeah my experiences so it'll be like the fraternity i was in versus some of the kids i knew that were in other fraternities um they weren't as professional as a professional fraternity but they did focus on professionalism that was not their first most important objective i'd say though it was one of their pillars right um but for us it was more socialism like hanging out getting to know brothers getting maybe like having like cookouts going uh tailgates planning tailgate events um parties right like the typical typical things you hear about a fraternity you're gonna think more of nine times out of ten you're thinking about social fraternity right so that's everything you've seen that's pretty much what it is 
Like everything you've seen and heard about. So I, I guess I like to dumb it down a little bit. Professional fraternities, sororities are a way for you to get to know people in your field, do different events, or um, go to different. Uh, what are they called? Um, the big fair things. Career fairs? No. Where you go like to different states. <coughs> Conferences and stuff? Yeah, conference. That's the word. You go to conferences with your fraternity, sorority, uh, your business fraternity, sorority. Uh, all fra- all uh, sororities um, that Yeah, so in yeah. social fraternities and sororities are more gathering. It's, you know, getting groups of people together um, from, you know, all different walks of life. And, you know, all just, you know, creating that bond that, that I guess is, is what they say, I guess, never ending, right? Yeah, I think um, I think either way you choose, it's gonna be an overlap. Like there's gonna be fun events and like parties and everything else, like in a business frat or just like a professional fraternity or sorority. Um, similar to like what Keisha was saying, there's gonna be professional events in a social uh, fraternity. Um, it's just like the main focus. Like the main focus in a professional one is the professional side, so it's like less of the social aspect, and then vice versa, more of a social aspect on the other spectrum. Like I joined an en- I joined the professional engineering fraternity because engineering was my major, and I know that professional engineering fraternity I'd be more access it'd be easier access for me to meet other engineers, so mechanical, electrical, all those other engineers where I know if I had if I needed help with maybe homework or things like that, I can just go to them and say, hey, like we're in the same frat, we're brothers, can you help me out? And they'll help me out, right? So that's why that's why I did the professional engineering fraternity is like for more on that side of things, but then. To have fun, to enjoy college, to enjoy my nightlife and my social life, I joined a social fraternity because I was like, I hung out with those guys like every other night almost. And like when I went out to bars and stuff, I'd hang out with them. Um, we do mixers with other frats and sororities, so that's how we met like other frat brothers and or other people like other people in frats and other women in sororities. So that was cool, um, right? Like. Um, I also think you should take a look at the placements of everything, right? Like, Joel was an AK Psy, so... Toss out names, yeah. No one knows what that means, but a, okay. Um, Alpha Kappa Psy, right? Joel was an AK Psy, which is a professional business fraternity out of... It's like, I'm pretty sure it's nationwide, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so, right, like, AK Psy is ranked number one or two, like, the one, first or second business fraternity at U of I. So it's like... So prestigious, like you get into AK side, you're guaranteed almost like you're almost guaranteed a job out of college. Like this comes down recruit just straight from there. So like that was pretty cool, right? Um, so you brought up a, you brought up actually a good point with fraternities and sororities. There's both national and local branches. So like for instance at Bradley, there were national fraternities and sororities, and then there were also local fraternities and sororities that were, you know, just at Bradley or, you know, they're not as, as big, you know, they're not at every single college, but they're at, you know, certain ones or, you know, it's just in Illinois or whatever yeah. it would be. Yeah. There's also like different councils and different associations too. There's like the Pan-Hellenic Association, mm-hmm. the United Greek Council, Black Greek Council, Interfraternity Council. Did you guys have um, multiple, I guess, councils at U of I or at yeah, DePaul? Yeah. Right, so your fraternity is registered under a certain council and then you, your frat is registered under a certain council, then you're, right, you pay your dues to U of I or whatever college it is for that specific council and then um, 
that's kind of like the council you're in. And I don't really know what the process is of switching councils or whatnot. I wasn't, I didn't hold any positions on um, fraternity boards for that um, to know more about that process. But yeah, all frats and sororities are part of certain council associations. But yeah, so you guys had multiple. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, we had all four at U of I. So I guess starting, I guess getting diving more into the to Greek life and, and how to make your decision if you should join or not. We went over the types. So you have your professional and your social. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where you would start your your search, I would say, right? You decide, mm-hmm. oh, I want to pursue a social fraternity, sorority, because I want to, you know, have a group of people that I can go to, be friends, you know, create a relationship, and and you know, expand from there. Um, or your academic or professional to expand in your academic, and you know, have those resources and contacts through um, that network that's built. Um, so. To join those fraternity sororities, there's a specific rush process. Yeah. Can you guys explain what the rush process is? I'll, I'll take it really quick. Uh, first of all, a big point about fraternities and sororities is that they're very secretive. Um, secretive in the sense that like they don't want to expose what they do to everybody. It's more of like a um, close-knit group. And it's like, yeah. if you're not in it, you don't really talk about like certain traditions and stuff. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very, a lot of tradition based. Yeah, right? it's yeah. very traditional. I think is a better yeah. word to say, right? Like when he's saying like they're secretive, they don't talk about what they do. He's not talking about like all oh, they make you do like all these random things that all are all the illegal. stuff you see in the movies. Is, yeah, isn't it's true. just they 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 do things that they want to keep traditions and part of like if you're a brother, then you'll know, right? Like that's the whole point of joining fraternities, like its own individual select society. So if you have your own society, then you have your own um, customs. You have your own. Um, traditions and you want to keep those within the fraternity right otherwise mm-hmm. if they leak out or if other people get to know them then everyone's going to do them it's not the special point. anymore yeah it's not as special or as like <clears throat> meaningful of being in the fraternity yeah. then so I wanted to preface that because I'm going to speak generally but it's not because I don't want you guys to know it's just like out of yeah. respect no absolutely um, so typically in like a rush process it's pretty quick like same with like when they have what do they call that like the Welcome week. Welcome week, yeah. and like everybody's trying to get you to like to their clubs and stuff. Like you'll see the sororities and fraternities out there. Um, I don't know the time frame, but probably within like a week or two, like that's when rush week, what rush week will start. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's usually like a whole series of events. Uh, like for example, with mine, it was a lot of like uh, you know, like ice cream socials, kickball games, dodgeball games, um, meet and greets. Like a barbecue would be a good one. Like it's more of just like. Hey, this is like everybody who's in the fraternity, the sorority. Like, nice to meet you guys. This is kind of like what we're about. Um, and then once you kind of like get a feel like throughout the different events, then they'll have like one or two like informational nights, um, and that's what they'll tell you like, okay, specifically like this is like kind of what Keisha was saying, like the pillars, like the things that we hold close to like our society, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like if this is something you're interested in, like. Uh, usually people are, are like dedicated, motivated, uh, all these like commitments and things like that. So they go over like what to expect, almost like a, when you're searching for jobs and it has like an outline, that's like kind of what you're going to get at the informational night. Like this is who we are. Yeah. So then after the informational night, then you start the whole process of like actually rushing. Um, so before we... Well, you keep- have to get a bid to rush. So before before we before we keep going, I, mean, I want to make sure to see if this is the same at you guys. But I know at Bradley, in order for you to go through those processes, go to all those meetings, events, you had to sign up through the Panhandle Council or whatever 
um, council it was under, did you guys have to sign up for any of that stuff? No, so that that happens where, like, okay, you're going to, right, like, we'll go, like, t- timeline, right? Like, you're coming to school, you go to Welcome Week, um, all these frats come up to you, stories come, hey, join the, join us here, join this there. Um, you go to your informationals, you go to all their mixers. Then when you, let's say you get a bid and you're asked to take part of that rush process or whatnot, if you were to complete the process and you become either a brother or a sister, then that's when you sign up saying, really? okay, I'm a registered part of this fraternity now or the sorority. You, you, they like, they say, okay, what's your name, first name, last name, GPA, college. Interesting. Okay. So yeah. So like at Bradley, there, you had to sign up in order to go to all these events and they had certain people from each fraternity sorority on the Panhellenic board. And they would kind of monitor and make sure that they weren't. I think I think that's what they call dirty rushing. Is if somebody that wasn't a part of, you know, they didn't sign up, uh, couldn't yeah, yeah. couldn't do it, or like you're, so there's I, there's all these different, I guess, rules if you want to say it. Yeah. Speaking um, of dirty rushing, it's a good point. Don't dirty rush. That's the dumbest thing in the what world. What is dirty rushing? Yeah, dirty rushing is right. I don't know how it works for sororities, um, clearly because I've never been in one, but well. All right, never mind. <laughs> I've never rushed one. Um, but for dirty rushing, it's like, okay, let's say me and Joel are going to rush a frat. I really want to rush a frat, but Joel doesn't want to. So he just comes up, comes for fun. And then, right, so frat party starts. They Obviously, they're going to have all their alcohol, music, and everything out for you. So, yeah, I'm drinking. I'm enjoying time with brothers. Joel is like, oh, yeah, I'm super interested in joining this fraternity. Like, oh, yeah, let's, like, meet everyone and stuff like that. But he's really not. He's just saying that. Just so he can come back for bids, just so he can come back for more parties, for more free alcohol, mm. more free food, and things like that. And then Joel goes to another frat party, does the same thing. Oh, I'm super interested in rushing. Yeah, let's do it. And then gets invited there. So it's like you're just rushing for free alcohol and hang out with people. It's the dumbest thing in the world. See, I've also heard it on the other end of the spectrum where the people in fraternities and sororities are dirty rushing people yeah. and they're they're either whether it's bribing them or you know they're talking to people that they're not supposed to mm. i think from what i've heard from friends that are in sororities sorority girls aren't allowed to talk to fraternity guys because they don't want the girls rushing sororities to join specific sororities because they talk to specific fraternities yeah. or specific guys yeah so yeah. i think that's one of the one of the things at least that's how it was at bradley i don't know if yeah. that's that's a nationwide thing so basically, whatever side you're on, don't dirty rush. Yeah, just like, do, it, do it clean. Yeah. <laughs> and Look at that. One point instead of two, Joel. There's one no, main point. There's no, uh, kind of like what Nate was saying, he didn't join a fraternity or anything like that. Like, we are talking about like Greek life and things like that, mm-hmm. but before we get super far into it, there's nothing wrong with not doing a fraternity. No. Like, you'll have just as good as an experience. Obviously, you have to like find other friends through different, you know, like ways and clubs or classes or whatever, but like, uh, when you see everything happening the first couple of weeks, like don't feel pressured. Like if you go to one of these events and you're like, "Hey, this isn't for me," like, "All right, cool, walk away." Don't, you know, kind of like they were saying, go for yeah. the free alcohol, go just everybody else is going, but you're really like not gonna enjoy it. Yeah, and that that's, I mean, that's a great point to bring up and kind of preface up front. It, when I came in freshman year, and you know, I knew Greek life was something that I was interested in, kind of curious of what it was. I didn't know too much going in. Um, and as slowly as I learned more, I realized, you know, it just wasn't my forte. You know, I wasn't wasn't all for it. Um, I I knew, I mean, just being the person I am, I couldn't dedicate the time I would want to to a fraternity. As like, if I if I joined a fraternity, I want to dedicate X number of hours that much time. 
but I couldn't I couldn't do that I just I just in my head it didn't it didn't fit in the schedule you know I had I had laid out for me um, do I look back and say I wish I joined a fraternity yes would I have I don't know so I mean at the end of the day I had a great experience with college with fraternities and sororities I, I know a lot of people in fraternities and sororities um, and that could just be because of the size school Bradley is and the community at Bradley with fraternities and sororities um, or it could be a an overarching thing where you know you don't join a fraternity sorority but you still can know people in the fraternity sororities you still can be involved in some events yeah. and whatnot so f finishing up brush process so after you go to all the informational meetings that's when more of the traditional stuff starts because that's when I guess you get your bid from your the fraternities and sororities yeah. right yeah so like uh, really quick a, a bid uh, you can't have a hundred people rush to a fraternity that can only have 20 spots. So a bid is essentially like the fraternity or sorority like inviting you to go through the process and see if you're going to become like essentially like one of them. One um, of us. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's almost like an offer letter, uh, except you don't have the job yet. You're just kind of giving you the opportunity to like work your way into it. Yeah, pretty much. So. Right, what, what happens is you're gonna go to your welcome week, you're gonna go talk to all these fraternities or sororities, and then you'll say, okay, I wanna maybe rush these three fraternities. Well, you gotta get a bid from them first. After you get a bid, you can accept, or when you, you can- you say you wanna rush these top three, that's when- That's, that's like when your you're, choice. You're yeah. putting into the council saying, these are the, my top three, like yeah. these are ideally where I'd wanna you go. You put your name in somewhere. I think, yeah, I think you do have to do some of that. For some councils, you have to do that. For some yeah. other ones, you don't. You, like, or you just tell the frat straight up like, yeah, like this is an official list of who wants to join, you just put your name on it. Yeah, yeah um, I know for sororities, right, like uh, U of I, um, there's like a, rush week where every day you go and spend like a certain amount of time with every single sorority yeah sororities are different yeah so you spend time with every single sorority and then you have to like you walk and then like after that like you write down on a list what your top three is and then those sororities all get informed like oh this student is in, in uh interested in joining your sorority and then the sororities will pick from there like should we give them a bit or not for frats it's sometimes it's like that sometimes it's hey like um, we're just gonna we're gonna see like okay do we want to give this kid a bid or not and then if you get a bid right so you're on the other side of things you sign up saying hey I want to join fraternity now you got to wait for them so they'll say okay well we either give you a bid or we don't give you a bid and then if you got a bid then you can either accept or deny your bid if you didn't get a bid uh, good luck next year <laughs> but <laughs> I think uh, a couple things to help you know getting the bid uh go to the events go to yeah the whole rush week is like for you to feel them out but also for them to feel you out so it's like it's uh, literally like interviewing it's like literally it's like, like career almost, yeah almost i mean if you come in like some crazy haircut sloppy after work after the gym like it's not gonna fly you know like unless that's the fraternity that's that, a, that's that's true. Frat, right? like, or sorority that does yeah. that yeah. I mean, you don't have to us. come in like a business student or anything it's not like that but i mean just personality wise just like be on your a-game and like you know, ready to communicate with people because, like, they want to know who you are before they offer you a bid. So that's all I'd say. Yeah. So um, after the bid's given out, right, like, if, if you accept it, we'll go down that route. You say, you accept it. That's when you do the, your, like, you start, you become a pledge for that semester. And it's, like, your whole, like, pledge semester. So that's when you get accustomed to the fraternity. You learn the fraternity rules, the fraternity traditions. You learn, mm -hmm. like, 
who all the other brothers are. Um, could be like weekly like meetings. Yeah, like it could just be like weekly hangouts or like um, some. I don't know. Like it depends. It really depends on the schedule of the frat. Yeah. Like each frat is such a different schedule, but I would say your time commitment probably is going to be like five to seven hours a week. I would say a couple hours a week, I think. Yeah. It might be on and off, you know, like one week you might have like 15 hours or 10 hours. Yeah. But it's, it's it not something flows. that you can just like, oh, it's Saturday, I'll go from like 12 to 2. Like there are events that you have to show up to and things that you you have to do and like yeah. work into your schedule. That's, it's structured and that's for like your first semester when you're rushing. Yeah. Right? Once. Both. When, yeah, go ahead. Both. So like when you're rushing, uh, you don't get a say. You pretty much have to like yeah. go to code everything. Go to everything. Yeah, you're basically the like lowest man on the totem pole. Like, you can't really do anything. Um, once you're in, it's not. I wouldn't say it's as rigorous as a bit of man, but there are like requirements to stay in the frat or the sorority. It could be like a GPA requirement. There's multiple requirements, but GPA requirements. GPA is always is always, always one, no matter yeah. what fraternity sorority you're yeah. in. Yeah. The I think Joel's trying to say is a time commitment that will you will have when joining a frat so normally what i've seen is the amount of time you spend rushing the frat so whatever time you put on a weekly basis that's around the same time you'll spend um when you're a brother or a member of the frat i disagree all right never mind joel's could not be trying different to say per, that could be different yeah per different per frat and then also like maybe that's just the amount of time i spent with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah once once you're in like your involvement level changes so like if you want to get involved, like you put in the same amount of time as when you're pledging, or even more. And then and once you're in, if you're like, all right, cool, like I'm in, like I appreciate everybody who's here. Um, but you know, like I have an internship coming up, I have, um, I just got a job. Like things are gonna change throughout your college career. Um, so just kind of like ebb and flow as far as like your time commitment. So, so what were you saying about requirements? You're talking GPA. Oh, requirements. Yeah, yeah. So GPA for sure, like you were saying, is mm-hmm. one of them. Yeah. Um, there is no time requirement, but there are event requirements. Like, uh, I know specifically for mine, there were like maybe two to three events per year that you had to go to 100%. Like, it was non-negotiable. Was it, were they because it was like, because you're obviously we were professional, was it like a, a networking event? A networking event, like yeah. that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the one that was like, I guess a non-negotiable was like, the networking event that we put on ourselves. So yeah. It, it would look really bad sense. if like, that makes sense. we had a networking event, like our people didn't show up. Um, but then there are like more traditional aspects that are like extremely encouraged and like you better have a good excuse if you don't show up Otherwise like uh, It is kind of like you will get written up like hey, this is important to everybody Like we all took time out of our day to do it and you weren't there So like yeah. there is like consequences and you can't just like willy-nilly do what you want But it's like, like it's fun like if you join the frat it's for if, Whether it's professional or social it's fun like yeah for Otherwise like, people wouldn't be doing it Yeah for both my engineering and my social frat And I know all the frats we have things called lock-ins right So it's like you basically Go for like a uh, Go for a certain day That everyone picks I think and then you just I'll just hang out the whole night Right like you're just hanging out with all your bros For the whole night so it's like It was a, it was a lot of fun right Like that's where some of your best memories are made too So it's not like you're forced to go like oh you have to keep this time here like, it's like no you kinda... but just to prepare them because yeah. a lot of times like you, you don't think it's going to be like that you think it's just going to be like i'll go when i want or no, it'll it's... all be fun like they're going to be things that you don't want to do but you're going to end up doing anyways like you're yeah. it's like anything in life but you have to have meetings you have to show up to stuff so, so kind of started touching on this case what are some of the different events that you guys put on that you do i know there's there's like there's 
professional events, networking events, networking there's social events, events yeah. um, there's date parties. Social event wise, right, like we could talk about, there's bar crawls, right? Yeah. So there's, the, um, okay, I'm assuming everyone know what a bar crawl is, so. Um, so bar crawls, do you guys, did you guys do a, um, what do you call it, oh, like a volunteering stuff? Did you guys Yeah, have, so we did philanthropy, philanthropy events too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did philanthropy hours, but like, yeah, we did find three hours. We did social things, and we did professionalism things too for our social frat. So, what are some of the social things you guys did? So we did bar crawls, right? So that was either like, it was either like with all your brothers, or it was like you bring a date. It was depending on the bar crawl, right? Um, then there's also every frat sorority has formals once a semester, mm. so it's like they'll rent out like a nice banquet or like a nice bar. You go in your nice dress, your nice suit. Um, you go to the date, so that's where your formals are. It's kind of like prom. Um, I'm trying to think what else, right? There's like, um, well, you can. There's like little leagues they hold too, right? Like um, for for teams, like I am team kind of leagues. Intramurals. Intramural teams almost. Um, that's a that's a big thing. I I know at Bradley that was a big component to our intramural leagues were the fraternity sorority teams. Yeah. A lot of times they'd either be like a fraternity team and a sorority team, or they'd combine for the co-ed leagues and you know have one fraternity, one sorority together. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think what are social events. I mean, it was, there were also like social events where the fraternity would co-host with something, some other fraternity and then they'd rent out maybe a bar and then open up to the whole public and then you just buy a ticket if you want to go right like yeah like fundraisers or even philanthropy events i know there were a lot of philanthropy yeah. events that would happen on our quads mm. where you know you get to pie uh, uh an ae pie you know things like just like goofy events to raise money for whatever foundation that fraternity sororities for yeah. or raise money for an event they're putting on something like that pie brother yeah you're right <laughs> Um, so I mean, really, I mean, there's, there's tons of events and, um, if you're one that likes to put those events on or, you know, how like, uh, fundraise for them or plan the event, find the venue, decorate the venue, all that kind of stuff. You, you, you have the opportunity to do that stuff and you can join, um, exec, become president, vice president, the recruitment coordinator, mm. um, event coordinator, all these different parts. So there's more than just being in it. You know, you can actually be a, I guess if you want to call it, like refer back to like um, a job, like a, a manager yeah. or, you know, like the, the president of a company, your president of the C, the of the fraternity sorority at your <laughs> your school. Um, and then another cool thing that I, I always thought was kind of cool was the big little situation. You know, hey, we're big, you're grand oh, yeah. big, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Will you guys explain what that is? Yeah, so there's... um. You're basically part of a within a fraternity you're part of a small family so <laughs> right like for us you get a big brother so that's like who your big brother is they're going to help you through your pledge semester they're going to help you um with other jobs you're kind of like closer to them versus all the other brothers how were they just, picked um for us it was like it was like a preference right like um so kind of somebody that you got to know during like the rush process yeah. really well, yeah. and it's or like someone you relate to, maybe mm-hmm. like the same hometown, same ethnicity, same religion, like it all depends. Yeah. And you pick it, and not ultimately not you, but like you kind of get to they put your up, input in, and they put their input yeah. in as well. Yeah, yeah. the frats end up doing a good job of like 
who to pair with who. Yeah, they don't want to like pick you with someone they're not who's gonna, like complete contrast. You yeah, know, they're like, not going to like, strong, like screw one opinion, you over. Yeah, they're going to clash you with somebody else. So it's, it's pretty cool because then like you got a big, you got a grand big who's your big's big, and then like it goes on from there. So it's like a whole like lineage tree. So that's pretty dope. And also just someone to like help you in general, like not only while you're rushing, but also like just for college. You know, you could ask them like any questions. You might be new on campus. I'll tell you like, hey, like do this, don't do this. Like, it's almost like as if this podcast was your big, you know, like someone that you could turn to, someone you could listen to, like all these different topics. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. So, you know, after you, you're part of a training sorority, what what are the the parts that you don't like to talk about with that? Not like the the dirty details, but like your dues. Like you have to pay dues for stuff. You like yeah. you yeah. have all that dues. stuff. That's yeah. What's, dues are part of every frat, though. Yeah, but that's why informational life's important because some frats. Uh, yeah, I don't, don't want to say frats, but I know sororities are more expensive. Yeah. Um, especially if you're gonna like live in the frat house or in the sorority house, like that's way way expensive than like, just being a member. Do they have requirements for that? Uh, for like living in the houses? Yeah, like do you have to live in house for it a certain amount of years? Yeah. So okay. Some of them might say like your second year you have to at least for one year, or just like. I mean, pretty much anything like that. I don't think it's mandatory, but they will tell you an informational night, so like you can ask. Like, don't be afraid to ask. I guess. Yeah, no. At, at Bradley, they for, not forced you, but they they required you to live in house at least one year. I believe yeah. it was. Yeah. Which screwed me over my uh, sophomore year with a roommate, but um, it's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's crying over here. In not salty yeah. still. <laughs> um, any I guess any last thoughts or or ideas that we might have missed out on. In terms of Greek life, fraternity life, do you recommend it? Yes. Yeah, I recommend it. I think you'll find some. You'll find a group that fits. Yeah, that's why it's important it's to fun. like not just settle with one. Like, don't be afraid of, especially during rush week. Like, go to different events, different fraternities, different sororities. Go to the informational meetings. Like, you'll kind of weed out which ones that you would have a bad time in, and then you'll find the ones that you'll like. And don't feel pressured to join a fraternity or sorority. Yeah. You know, I like I said, I was wasn't a part of a fraternity and I still felt like I fit in just fine with the folks that did join a fraternity sorority and would I have changed my decision maybe would I not have you know it it really depends um kind of where you know I go back and have to live it all over again to see what what I would do but at the end of the day don't feel pressured like you have to or you won't Find, make friends or you won't be able to do certain things because you're not in it because that's not true yeah Nate was a jeed a jeed and what does that stand for Keisha you know what a jeed is Joe? no I don't <laughs> I, let's all find out podcast why don't we ask him <laughs> what's a jeed Nate <laughs> a goddamn independent yeah oh, jeez <laughs> well at least we know now <laughs> didn't know that before true and you know, you probably hear that when you are in a you're at college, you know, people are like, oh, there's a Jeet over there, and now, now you know what it is. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, thank you guys for um, helping people understand if they should join a fraternity, sorority, or join Greek life. Um, if you guys would like to know more, have any questions, feel free to reach out to us on our, univer- our University and Beyond Instagram page, at University and Beyond. Um, you can check that page out, find out when we post, and reach us at any time with any questions or comments on anything we said.